Hello, dear listeners, my angels, my babies, my precious little princes and princesas and non-binary royals. I love you so much, and I have some 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 tea to spill, because the tea runneth over, as always. Our 100th episode is coming up real soon, and we need your help. Do you have holiday-related romance stories? Do you have holiday-related drama? Do you have holiday-related anything? Do you have just stories you want to tell us about romance, about drama, about, I don't know, things? Tea to spill, essentially? If you do, please send us an email at romcomsweaveloved at gmail.com. And we're going to be sharing these stories on our 100th episode holiday extravaganza. (laughs) Again, we are looking for holiday-related stories about romance or drama or, honestly, whatever. Just send it to us. We want to listen. Send that to us at romcomsweaveloved at gmail.com. Okay, thank you. Love you. Bye. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy Meg Ryan. We love our queen. And we love you. Wow, wow. What? Whoa, that was a fun noise. <laughs> that was kind of new. It's, it's as new as Meg Ryan, baby. It's been around forever. It's been around forever, but it has a rejuvenation kind of <laughs> coming back. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's the comeback of Meg Ryan and wow wow. Don't call it a comeback, baby, because it's never left. <laughs> she never went away. She never did. Well, she kind of did. Yeah, not in yeah. our hearts, I- though. Not in our hearts. Mm-mm. Not when she's America's sweetheart. That's our girl. That's our girl, Meg. Not the shark. Yeah. Not the shark. That's the <laughs> thing. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, Meg. But now they got the Meg 1, the Meg 2, the big shark movies. So <laughs> I, I feel like she's competing with a whole new landscape now is the thing. <laughs> Meg versus Meg. Meg versus Meg. Now that's a rom com I'd like That'll to see. That'll be the like fifth in the series of in the franchise of the Meg. It'll be Meg oh, yes. Ryan and the Shark. Absolute that is actually I think we're onto something here. <laughs> the producers of Cocaine Bear, listen up. Listen up. <laughs> oh, Elizabeth God. Banks, I see you. Yeah, we see you and we respect you. <laughs> welcome, uh, welcome back, pals. Welcome to the podcast. This is To All, all the Rom Coms We've Loved Before. I'm Christina Archer. <laughs> I'm Sarah Kelly, and this week we watch What Happens Later. Directed by Meg what? Ryan, starring Meg Ryan and David Duchovny. <laughs> Co-written by Meg Ryan and two other men, but that doesn't yeah, matter. The only important thing here is that this is about, this is by and for Meg Ryan. She literally said, I'm going to make a movie for myself, God And good for it. her. Yeah. Good, good for, for her. her. I love her. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I, was this film completely overexposed almost the, the whole entire time, time for some reason? And also, also in the dark? No script at no all? No script. <laughs> in the dark. They said one setting, one costume, and we're just going to yep. yammer. Yeah, it's going to be like a play, yeah. um, except we're going to make David Duchovny look like the corpse bride. <laughs> but Meg Ryan lit like an angel. Lit, lit like the angel yeah. she is. 
Absolutely. I just, I really appreciated how David Duchovny has gone from Californication to literally looking like a Tim Burton character throughout this whole movie. I did find that um, strange. I I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) They did not do him any favors in looking like he was not cold-blooded. And you know what? Why would they? Why would they? It's Meg it's Ryan's, Meg Ryan's movie. movie. And she went from being a woman without power to a woman with yes. power. And what I will say about this movie is that Sarah and I went on, was this opening weekend? Yes, it was opening yes. weekend. And there were mm-hmm. four people in the theater, including us. <laughs> the Saturday night of opening But weekend, to be fair, I'll have we went know. to a very sketchy theater. That honestly, yeah. I don't know how it's still in business, but I'm happy it is because those tickets are $7.99. <laughs> That's me. It's me that's fully funding that theater, actually. Because every time I go, I get a big Coke. Oh, my God, yeah. popcorn. And I eat that shit all by myself. We both got the largest popcorns you could get. I snuck in two caffeine-free Coca-Colas in my Stanley Cup. No regrets. And Sarah bought a Coke with a Taylor Swift cup. They still had the Taylor Swift cups. It's sold out at almost every other AMC. Not this one. So I was really blessed and fortunate. This is the best kept secret in Atlanta. It really is. And I'll never share. I'll never tell anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Only to to my closest friends. Absolutely. I only take real ones to this AMC. Absolutely. Well, people who like have really lived in it. They know. That's who belongs they there. Know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't break any transplants there. No. It's not for I you. I mean, I guess you're a transplant, but. Yeah, but. It's, hey, well, fuck you, transplant. Point, am I? <laughs> yeah. At this point, am I? Because I've been here a you're long time. You're basically a na- native Atlantan. Yeah, Exactly. I'm basically local. Yeah, I'd say so. Honestly, as one of the only tr- uh, actual locals of Atlanta, um, yeah, you guys need to stop moving here. <laughs> Go away. Sure. The traffic is yeah. bad. This place is a mess. Stop moving here. Except for yeah. you, Sarah. You're stay allowed. Stay in Florida. Yeah. Stay, stay in Florida. Yeah, where you belong. <laughs> Yeah, not me. I don't belong there. No. Lord knows the white people made me feel that way. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was too real. That one cut. That one cut deep. (laughs) All right, here. Anyway, this is. Let's talk about what happens later. (laughs) What does happen later? We don't know. Like, did they answer that question? No. Why did they name that movie? What happened? I guess. Okay. Premise of the movie, just basic premise, is these ex-lovers, Willa and Bill, realize they're still attracted to each other, but still annoyed with each other. They're basically like 25 years after they dated. They run into each other and just like rehash their relationship. Um, Yes. Weird premise. I'm not in love with the premise. In public, too. Yeah. Like, hey, remember that? Anyways, okay. oh wait, should I do the Please, informal synopsis yeah. before? Hit we... us with the synopsis, yeah, and then okay, since we'll I chat, of course, <laughs> I love to chat. Since we did not take notes in the movie theater, because why? Would why would we? we? Um, we had this to respect basically... the other two patrons. <laughs> um, I will give us a synopsis based off of my loose memories from two days ago when we saw it. <laughs> It is not a timeline. 
And no. to be honest, I don't think people are going to listen to this episode until this movie comes out on streaming. Same. So enjoy. <laughs> All right. You've seen it. You know. Yeah. Okay. Ex-lovers Willa, Meg Ryan, and Bill, Dave, David Duchovny, who are both W. Davis, as in like their first names begin with W and their last name is Davis. Willamina so, and like, William. If they got married, yeah. If they literally got married, they would have been... Mr. and Mrs. Davis. Do you hyphenate that? Davis Davis? Davis Davis. W. Davis Davis. Yeah, well, W. Davis Davis. Yeah. Um, They literally, and they literally call each other that non-fucking-stop. I wrote that oh, in the synopsis. Oh, it's so annoying. Mm-hmm. They get stuck in a regional airport together and end up rekindling their romance from 25 years ago. Bill is a recent divorcee, which you find out that the... Rela- at first, he kind of introduces the relationship as, like, a thing, and then you clarify, like, halfway through the movie, like, their relationship is over. Yeah. They live they in hate separate each other. places. They are not together. Anyway, he is a recent divorcee who is suffering from being a neurotic work bro, <laughs> and Willa is a loosey-goosey lady who carries a rain stick around an airport. Like, that's something that would get through yeah, TSA. that's a weapon, babe. <laughs> I was Absolutely not. <laughs> the first thing I thought, I was like, uh-uh. That would Meg, not even. We live in a post-9-11 society. Not even with TSA pre- pre-check. <laughs> Are they not cracking that rain stick open and seeing if you got anthrax inside mm-hmm, or some 100%. crazy shit like that? Yeah, anyway. So after running into each other, they chit-chat nonstop. And I'm talking nonstop. <laughs> the first 45 minutes of this movie, solely chit-chat. chit-chat. It is Back and forth, Ch- chit-chat about nothing, chit-chat about kids these days, chit-chat about their relationship together. Oh, you always thought this. Oh, you hate my personality. And like, I don't know why I gave them that voice. You know what Meg Ryan You hate like. it's my not personality. <laughs> not like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. But you, you've you listened to Meg Ryan. You know what she sounds mm-hmm. like. And they're... Ch- it's literally, I look over at Christina halfway through this movie. I go, is this all improvised? Like uh, it's, if. Who's to say? Like it's an improv. I don't. Like it's an improv. Honestly, I don't know if it was improvised or if it's just the magic of Meg. It, if, yeah, it could is be Is she just either. really it good at her job? Either. And I guess if she's directing it, it she can just yammer. She could do whatever yeah. she wants. She's not the one in the edit bay at the end yeah, of the She day. said, fuck you, editors. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Dave are going to say what we want. Yeah. Uh, so they're chit-chatting nonstop, and they kind of just float from gate to gate waiting for their respective flights. And they kind of talk about why they broke up 25 years ago. You find out that they also... There's several things that happened back in the day. One, they were like college, early 20s lovers. That's something you need mm-hmm. to know. Two, they were together and she was like, I love this man. He's going to be my baby daddy. I love him forever and ever. Three, they had a miscarriage. It was tragedio. Four. We'll get to the miscarriage. Yeah, we'll get there. It's just these are the facts you need to know, but you find out about them slowly throughout the movie and I have no chronological timeline for it. Because the whole movie was chit chat. (laughs) Yeah, because it was all chit chat. Like it was kind of like a podcast for movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and then four, sometime around their breakup, she w- says, like, I want to open up the relationship, like, have an open relationship. And he's like, I don't really want that, but they do it anyway. And he thinks that she has sex with other people. And then you find out at this airport in real time that she never had sex with anyone else after they opened up the relationship. And then he, they broke up, but they also kind of didn't break up. It seems like she is very much on the boat, like, you left me, but they did have a a closure conversation, it seems like, around that time. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of undetermined how the relationship ended. And exactly why, but those are the major things you need to know about the relationship. Okay, fast forward to today. Okay, Bill, like I said, divorcee. But on top of that, he's, so the whole reason he's going on this flight is because he needs to go meet his, like, Gen Z boss. Kevin. Baby um, Kevin. Baby Kevin. And, uh, And he's going to meet the boss, but the thing is, his daughter's dance recital is... The next morning. And they just got in a fight. And they just got in a fight because she said, Dad, I just want to be a dancer. And he said, "Mm, but are you, like, good enough to do that? (laughs) Hilarious. Something my dad would say. That is the TLDR of that situation. But also, it's kind of incredible he reacts that way because you find out she's literally a 15-year-old. So so it's truly... Hilarious. I mean, that he. Let's be honest. It's a reacted, ridiculous dream. It's it, it's just the reaction is so serious. It does not warrant yes, correct. The, the yeah exactly. It does not warrant the fight whatsoever because it's kind of stupid. And then she goes, "But you said I could do anything oh God, because, like dads. I said, she's literally a fifteen-year-old." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and parents say that shit. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> mixed messages. It's not true from David Duchovny. <laughs> mixed messages you're gonna do anything um, within reason it yeah i just think that it's like she's 15 she has like three more years of high school before she actually has to choose something so it feels kind of stupid for him to have like yeah. seriously react sarah to he's just a worrier he's just a, a worrier he's got what is it what did what did they call it some kind of anxiety Anxiety. He is like nervous. Oh, anticipatory, anticipatory anxiety. anxiety. He takes meds for it, and the meds are not working. Well, isn't the isn't anxiety just anticipatory anxiety? Generally speaking, no. I guess not. Okay, I didn't really understand the difference. Well, you can I have anxiety over that. anything. I can be laying yeah. in bed anxious over something I said twenty years ago. Yeah, that's true. I guess his is future stuff. Yeah. All right. He's just okay, a worrier. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, he's just a neurotic guy. Yeah. He was wearing his little suit. He's doing his nervous tics mm-hmm. and whatever. Anyways, so that's why he's on the flight. But here's the thing. Here's why Will is on this flight. Originally, she tells him like, oh, I'm going to my friend's house. She got a divorce. I'm bringing the rain stick so we could do this cleansing ceremony. Mm -hmm. Here's the dealio. She actually, after the miscarriage, gets into a relationship with another guy, has a baby with him. He immediately leaves. She gives up the baby 
for adoption back in the day. Now, fast forward to today, she's on this flight because she's about to meet her adoptive, or no, her biological daughter she gave up for adoption. Mm. The drama. That is drama. The that storyline was good. Drama. The dancing thing that was so crap. drama. But <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, how are you going to fucking. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> It was intense. And then at one point, she uses Bill's phone to text the biological daughter, like, hey, it's Willa, my first name, not your biological mother. Uh, It's Willa, you know me. I can't do this. Because of the records. (laughs) I can't do this. I'm on the flight. I can't. can't. And it's like- Halfway there, but I can't do it. Girl. So she basically tries to flake on the daughter. Daughter's like, just try. And then- David Duchovny obviously sees this text because he didn't read the, he doesn't get the first text, he deletes it. But it's this weird situation. And anyway, she tells him eventually, and he's like, Well, you gotta go see your biological kid. Like, and that's what ends up happening. Mm -hmm. They both get on their flights. He goes and meets baby Kevin in Austin, and she goes and meets her real baby Mm -hmm. in. In Boston. And that was confusing, too, because they were flying to Austin oh, and Boston. Oh, I could never tell. I would never be able to tell what flight was going where. I can't hear a B. Yep. Yeah. And, and they're, it's, like, it's really in their challenging. 50s or 60s, I mean, your hearing does start to go. I would have a hard time. Yeah. And they have no electronic boarding passes. Oh, my God. Not a single one is using that, that Apple wallet whatsoever. The anxiety that this movie gave me purely from the amount of flights that they almost missed the amount of times their flight was called and they didn't walk to it oh my god i've never missed a flight in my life and i'm always so worried that i'm going to i have missed one flight do you want to hear the story i'm i'm nervous already (laughs) i have anticipatory anxiety over this story So I, this was before I had a car. So I had to take Marta all the way there. Okay, go off, Queen. I get, I was like hustling the whole time. I'm hustling, hustling, hustling. I get to the gate. I think to myself, I need to eat so badly. I knew this was going to be because of food. First thing in the morning. (laughs) And I get food and I'm like, oh, good. Boarding doesn't start for another 20 minutes or whatever. I look at it. I'm like, oh, boarding hasn't started yet or whatever because it's first thing in the morning it's a spirit flight to boston ironically it leaves at 6 15 a.m and this was in college yeah and it was like i had to be there i want to say it was like a 7 30 flight it was stupid early in the morning yeah been there and and i got something i'm like i'm gonna pass out i need to eat and then i was like oh good i still have time to go to the bathroom i go to the bathroom i get to the gate the gate has closed what (laughs) yeah they were like we closed the gate literally two minutes ago so it's like if i didn't go to the bathroom or get food i would have like gone on it but i just misread the time of like when it started or when i kept thinking that the time the gate closed i think is like when boarding started or something like that and it was so bad. And then I had to call my aunt who was working there at the time. I'm like, I didn't make But they just rebooked me for the next day. So it was fine. Everything worked out. It was just like, that's the one time I missed it. I've never missed a flight since. Oh, my God. I but don't understand people who miss flights. Like, so I know someone who too. has missed, like, a lot of flights in their life. And I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with you? 
what are you doing? <laughs> this is a commitment that you made and you need to get there. Get on yeah. this fucking flight. You're going to get banned from this airline. <laughs> they don't ban you. They just rebook no, your ticket. No, if you luckily- like don't show up to enough flights, they will not let you keep booking with them. Really? I think so. I don't know. I'm probably spreading misinformation. Fl- <laughs> well, I, I'm. Sh- I Maybe mean, that's something I that made up to justify my own fear of missing flights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't try not to. I'm miss pretty flights, sure, like, because it's like, I don't know. I was pretty sure about this, but I could be wrong. Who knows? Uh, that yeah, if you just like if you are, like book a seat and then you don't show up enough mm-hmm. times. They will yeah. be like, you cannot book with us anymore because you're a okay. liar. You see, to me, this just feels like a speeding ticket or a parking ticket. It's like get a couple in your life, but like don't make it your personality yeah. that you miss flights. Yeah. yeah. I you know, know. I think that's don't, bad. Don't. Or I guess yeah, you can spread it around like, different airlines. What? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, it's if like you have skip one lagging. Or two, Missed flights in your life, I don't think that, like, is the end of the world. I think, like I said, it's like a speeding ticket. Isn't Could be yeah. worse. It's not great. I know we've, like, it's not missed bad. flights as when my mom was taking, I think it's only happened, like, once, but it was when my mom was taking all three of us to Scotland. Um, yeah, and that's ridiculous and, um, already in itself. my mom was at the desk, and uh, they, I don't, they wouldn't give her a hotel room or whatever, because... I don't know. Something happened. They wouldn't give her a hotel room. And uh-huh. apparently I was laying on the ground at the airport, screaming, pounding my fists and my feet on the floor, just causing a uh-huh. scene. And she points at me and she goes, you see that? That's how I feel right now. <laughs> and I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> I've been an actor since day one. <laughs> a performer. That's called uh, supporting the argument. I do it for the people. You did it for the I cause. Absolutely. And you know what? We got a hotel room, and then my sister peed on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that is another reason why you should not have children. <laughs> there are so many twists and turns in that story. Uh, my mom has been through it. She carted us three yeah, on international overnight flights for years. Because she was Silly. like, this Crazy. is the only option. <laughs> It's insane, but I love she it. Walked. She was like, childcare? Can't afford that. <laughs> mm-hmm. She said, let's go. Get every sleep on the plane. You're little. Absolutely. You can fit. It doesn't matter. I am. You Two of you in one seat. Doesn't matter. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I got my first passport when I was six months old. Wow. That's so crazy. That's cool, Anyway, though. Willa and yeah. Billa. <laughs> Willa and Bill are obsessed with each other. They have never gotten over it. Yep. It's so clear. And it's so... But also, it seems like there was a lot... There's a lot of spice in that relationship. A lot happened. How do you get over it? When they were like 25. I'm like, calm down. You're not supposed to have anything serious till you're in your 30s. Yeah, but was it the... I want to say it was the 80s, but I don't know. I I think it was actually just the 90s. Still serious times. Serious time in they, their 20s, they were out people? here acting like they were 45, and that's insane to yeah. me, but also so true. And also, he's okay. What do we want to talk about in regards to anything? Because one of the most annoying things to me was how he was annoyed by the music constantly. Yes, it was very music, it was bro. so annoying. 
Yeah, but like not even in a funny way. In a like, are you like going? Yeah, deaf? are you okay? Like, are you, like can you not like, hear? <laughs> he was like he was constantly plugging his ear because he was like this airport music yeah. is just so bad, and it was like yeah. okay, grow up though. Like it's, it's okay. It's I mean, if you know that you're gonna be annoyed by this airport music, like if this is your thing, uh-huh. you should bring yeah. earplugs. That's ex- okay. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, you're telling me this neurotic businessman doesn't own noise-canceling headphones? I mean, my dad literally has earplugs for hanging out with the family. (laughs) I'm not even joking. The extended family, when we do, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas or any gathering, really, he has these little little earplugs that he sticks in there and lowers the decibels by, like, 30%. He's like, great, you guys are all screaming, and now I can actually hear you. (laughs) Uh, well, that would explain a lot of my hearing loss problems. Well, yeah, you're constantly screaming, Sarah. You're making yourself deaf. That is so true, (laughs) first and foremost. My sister used to scream so loud as a child that my parents took her to see if she had, like, hearing problems because she was screaming so, like, insanely loud all the time. Just not, like, she would cry scream loud and she would talk scream loud. And we were like, is there something seriously wrong? There, maybe, but like I'm not trying to brag, but my nickname was Foghorn <laughs> as a baby. <laughs> when we went on this, so Michael came on my family's extended vacation. My extended family's vacation. <laughs> extended vacation. It was vacation. a whole thing. It was an extended vacation because it was too fucking long. <laughs> and also it was too many fucking people. But he said, it's kind of amazing how when all 12 of you are together, Everyone wants to talk exactly at the same time, and you will manage having four conversations at once, and all people are constantly asking you questions. And I was like, yeah, what about That's it? just a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? You can't talk to more than one person at once at all times? I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. Figure it you, out. Just figure it out, Michael. <laughs> Ew. When three people ask you three different questions, you just answer it with three different answers. That's what Duh. you do at the exact same time. Don't be time. fucking stupid. <laughs> Everyone's loud. That's what yeah. it is. There's only one setting. It's a vibe. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like we need to discuss their relationship, like the dynamic or whatever. Should we start yes. with that and then do favorite parts? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. What are you thinking? Well... What I don't understand about uh-huh. their relationship is everything. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank God. No, we they, are, it doesn't I make sense. But I will say they do have good doesn't. chemistry as adults. They, they do. do. Absolutely. But I like the whole baby thing, like the way they talk to each other doesn't really make sense in terms of like yes. everything that happened between them. Yes. Like, yes. okay, so the baby, the miscarriage. They said it was a miscarriage, but then it sounded like they, she carried it to term. And then, cause they said yeah. like they saw her smile. And I'm like, so was it a miscarriage or did you have the baby and then the baby died like immediately? That's, I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Was it like a miscarriage, like late term? Like, is I don't that, know, but that sounds, what that they are sounds traumatic? Here? That is traumatic. Absolutely. I don't know. Because it wasn't very clear. I don't know. And I feel like nothing about their relationship was clear. I don't know how long they were together. 
I don't exactly know how old they're supposed to be. Because they're like 25 years ago. And she's like, I'm permanently 49. And like, she's not 49. Mm -hmm. I love Meg Ryan. She's not 49. No. No. (laughs) Neither is David Duchovny. Neither of them. Oh, you mean the walking corpse? The walking corpse? No. Yeah. No, they're not. Neither of them are the age they say they are in real life, nor in the no. movie. But I, you can't. The, and then at one point they're like, "But we were in college." And I when was like, "When he said he had a fifteen-year-old, I was like, in what world? When did you have that child? When you were forty-five? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just really didn't understand how old anyone was I feel in this like movie. They were pl- trying to play younger. Like they were trying to play like fifty-five, yeah. maybe." But like yes, okay. They're both giving sixty, and also you're not in college at twenty five. Also, I think they dated like from college through like twenty six is what I was putting together. Okay, okay. So that's a pivotal time, and it sounds like they were together for a long time too. Then it was probably like one of those relationships. This is not about you, Sarah, where um, you get together in college. I guess you guys got together before college. Um, and then you date through your 20s. And then yeah. this is not about you. Um, you realize that you lost your 20s, basically. And, like, you break yeah. up. And then you have to, like, start over in your 30s and, like, learn how to actually date. Yes. That you know, because there are so many of those but couples. But they also could have... They broke up, I thought, because of the miscarriage. But then also he was like, oh, we broke up because you wanted to open up the relationship. And I was like, wait, she went from having a miscarriage to like wanting, wanting to, to fuck open other up people? the No, actually, they opened up the relationship before the miscarriage because he said, we were having this baby and I loved her when she like smiled at me. I loved her immediately and I didn't even know if she was mine. And it was like, uh, it honestly sounds like if you guys had just had a conversation at any point in time during this relationship, you might still be together. This was a mess. Wow. Yeah. Also, one of the most annoying things about the relationship immediately off the bat is that they keep calling each other W. Davis, oh. which is just too long for a it's nickname. It's too long for a nickname. Also, it's not funny. Yeah. I thought it was like kind of a cute idea, but in execution, it was bad. It just lasted too long and it was too They'd committed. They'd be like, goodbye, W. Davis. Goodbye, W. Davis. Yeah. And I'm like, saying W. Davis is a mouthful. Yeah. And like, she would also say like, that's why you understand me, W. Davis. Yeah. And it's just like, and it was like, no. I will. <laughs> I don't want to hear also that. Also say that seeing Meg Ryan as this like loosey-goosey new age woman didn't fit. Yes. Like, that, if we I had never seen her at, in these, like, tight-ass roles in, like, the yeah. 90s, um, uh-huh. yeah, it would work. But unfortunately, uh-huh. we have thrown her into that box, and she is never getting mm-hmm. out. It's, it's like, she also plays too loosey-goosey new age for a person who seems like they know nothing about loosey-goosey new age yes. shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, it It's like if I believe... Here's the thing. Meg Ryan's a completely different woman than she was in the yes. 90s. If she wanted to reinvent herself as a loosey-goosey person because, like, as a character, because that's how she is in real life, then I would be, like, very on board yeah. with that. It's kind of like... It's kind of like how Zac Efron is, like, 
kind of a surfer stoner guy mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, that makes sense because that's like who you yeah. are as a person. I don't believe in my heart Meg Ryan is carrying rain sticks through TSA. No, neither do I. No. No. She's Meg Ryan in today's day and age, you're telling me she doesn't use her Apple wallet boarding a plane? That's a yeah. lie. That's a lie. I just don't believe it. Incorrect. <laughs> I don't believe it. That's all. And like, I just like every time she would say like your throat chakra, I was like, this bitch. No, I don't like I don't know if she just found out about what like chakras are like right before she started writing this movie. And she was like, this is a great idea. (laughs) This is the character I'm going to play. And I'm like, honey, no. Yes. It felt like a Wikipedia research, which we do it all the time, but we have a podcast. We're not making a movie. This medium sucks. (laughs) (laughs) We are playing it fast As we have for the last five years. (laughs) On loops. Yeah, exactly. We're allowed to. So that was was what I'm saying. And we get to do what we want at this point. I didn't really buy it. And I'm like, I don't know if that's like just a bias we hold against her or if it's a combination of that plus what you were saying of like i just don't believe in my heart that this is who she is and like yes i get that she's trying to break out of a box but no offense but i just don't want to see it (laughs) yeah although to be said i did love i loved seeing her in a movie any movie i'll take what you give me meg yes (laughs) yeah i think my overall exactly that's exactly my overall opinion it's like Okay, you're telling me Meg Ryan, who we love, is back and she's directing and writing and starring in her own movie. I will support it. We were there opening weekend. Yes, 100%. You know? That being said, overall, this movie, it was not my favorite. It was not great. And you know what? The um, (laughs) reviews are also with us. So 5.4 on IMDb tracks. Uh Uh, 54%, right. so the same score on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. tracks. Although Google re- yeah. Google uh, audiences are not happy. Um, granted, there are only 144 ratings so far, but it's got a 1.3. <laughs> oh. So oh. the Google audience that's, is not happy. That's not, that's not fair. I, that's honestly, not fair. That's not, that feels like someone, someone made 100 accounts. <laughs> And yes. they said one star, one star, one star because they were mad at Meg Ryan. I agree. You know what though? This is here's what I will say about this movie. There's an we've said this about rom coms, an increasing steady decline of rom coms over the past few decades because of the box office, whatever, yana, whatever. Yana. There's also there's also a strong decrease in like what I would call I want to say it's called the midlife comfort movie. Yes. You know what oh, I'm yeah. talking about. It's a movie where it's two people who were really hot in mm-hmm. their 20s are now in their 50s. And it's a chit-chatting movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, it's complicated. Yes. It's like That's Meryl exactly Streep having thinking. sex with Alex Bal- Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin at the same time. <laughs> that is... That is, it's like there is not that many midlife comfort movies yes. in the theaters anymore. And I love to and see older people starring in movies. Yes. That is part exactly. of the reason why I love Only Murders in the Building, because it's got my two old yeah. guys. <laughs> we love them. We I love well, it. I think it's and nice. And I think we need to see that diversity. Um, it sucks mm-hmm. when like movies are just all about like early 20s. 
It's like, yes, we don't want to see exactly. that. No offense, but I think or they're idiots. Or it's all like fucking high fantasy or yeah. some shit. Like, or fucking like, you Marvel. Know, fucking, yeah, like it's like, okay, that's not for everyone, right? I don't want to like, see another superhero movie as long as I live. It's like, it is two and a half hours of CGI. Ugh. And that's something Meg Ryan is not yes. doing, right? Every prop we looked at, that rain stick, that was yeah. real. That's not CGI. That was not baby. a CGI rain stick, despite the rumors. <laughs> yeah, and did they maybe not properly expose a single shot of this movie, maybe? Maybe. During the day scenes? Maybe. But you know what? At least I was looking at a real window mm. the whole oh, time. Also, something we haven't brought up. It was leap day. Mm. It was. Le- <laughs> I should have put that in the informal. I synopsis. can't believe we've waited right. this long to discuss the fact that this is just leap year. Um, you know, round two. <laughs> yes, it was like exactly like leap year. She had this idea that leap year is also a magical. Yeah, day. she was like leap day magical because it's an extra day, and he was like, no, it's science. They're just resetting the calendar. Yeah, I didn't. You know, you know what? It's part of the new wave kind She's of. She's a new, new age, age girl. And she loves leap day. Yeah, thing. But she loves magic. Also, they fucking get like shut in this airport. <laughs> They're not allowed a room at the hotel. They said, "Nope, no rooms mm-hmm. for you. Voucher, be damned." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they were like, "Yeah, because there's a snowstorm, we're shutting everything down to be only essential." services which means if i understand correctly they're just turning off all the lights and everyone's gone yeah it was really i mean you had to suspend a little bit of the belief right but yeah and so it then was they were weird. just like it was weird to do that to people during a snowstorm walking around where it's like you need yeah, the heat like are you cutting heat? what's going on are people gonna die in this airport <laughs> that was my concern. This and then I was like, like, where is everyone? Is someone dead? It's also one of the largest regional airports I've ever seen in my Huge. life. It is it is an enormous regional Don't airport. Don't you know that regional Every- airports are just one hallway? Yeah. So <laughs> Don't they know? It's not multiple gates. It's like three. And they're right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> don't leave the gate area. Okay, don't leave the airport, you mean? Yeah. I think after watching this and watching that other movie with Haley Lee Richardson, um, mm-hmm. what what is it with the airports, people? And what is it with women not charging? What their is phone? it with women not charging their phones? Because that is so you're never going to catch me with my phone not age. charged. That's exactly like everyone travels with a phone charger. You're telling me you went on a and flight then she had it and, and just you- lost it. And then she was like, she had this whole thing where she's like, can I borrow your phone? My phone is dead and I don't have my cord now. And instead of just borrowing his phone charger, she borrows his whole ass fucking phone. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, there's, you're not this old. I would never do that. Like, you're not this old. (laughs) Yeah. Right? I, it was. I don't know. Just charge your phone. I, there is something about a movie in 2023 that rests mm-hmm. so intently mm-hmm. on the idea that someone's phone is not charged and they can't use their phone. Yes. I'm like, that yes. doesn't track. That is not yes. believable in this day and age. Unless this is a Correct. period piece of the early 2000s, I don't want to see it. 
I, that's exactly I don't it. Say it. That's exactly it. That doesn't it. make sense. Correct. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. And who's yep. writing phone numbers down in their boot? No one. Also, yeah. Also, it's like, man, like those boots did not go out without outfit okay, at also, all. Okay. Also, yeah. During this movie, Meg Ryan is wearing what appears to be a Victorian nightgown with black <laughs> yeah, combat mean, boots. The, the nightgown and a cardigan. Makes sense for the new age thing. The new age thing. The nightgown but, makes sense. It's the and boots. the coat. And I'm like, you're telling me a woman with a hip problem are wearing boots like that? I, yeah. <laughs> she's like limping. And all I can think Put about some- when she's limping is like, this is like Meryl Streep in Only Murders in the Building where she goes, my character gets a limp. <laughs> it's just like you're telling me this new age woman in the cold is not just going to wear socks with the potato Birkenstocks. Yeah, and she would definitely be wearing a big old scarf. With Yeah, with a fucking hip problem. Yeah. I'm just saying and that didn't Honestly, track. scarves on planes, you have to bring a blarf, a blanket scarf. Because then you can wrap oh, it around yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that's exactly. You need a shawl. A sh- no, it's a blarf. A yes, blarf. A blanket scarf. <laughs> I will only hear them called blarfs. <laughs> I just also, it's like she lives in Texas. I'm like, why does she live in Texas? I, I, <laughs> nothing about this made sense. I think. And there's. There's also weird tangents that they go on where you're like, surely this is leading to something. And then it doesn't. Like, at one point, he's asking her about a job she used to have. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and he's like, oh, yeah, does Kelly still work there or whatever? And she was like, yeah, Kelly was there when I was working there. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Right it now? was so <laughs> strange. And yeah. like, also, so. This is this goes with my this is my favorite part. <laughs> okay, my favorite perfect. part is when so the airport has been shut down. They're the only two there. Uh-huh. They commandeer yes. a um little airport golf cart. You know the ones. You it's, know the ones. This is my favorite part and as well. And they just yes. start zooming around. <laughs> They're also mm-hmm. like drunk on like on yep. uh, at a bar that no one was working at. Um, go off. So they they just start yeah. driving around. They're being romantic, and there is like an ethereal spotlight on them at all times, <laughs> except yes, when you beautiful. view them through the window. So when you see them through the window <laughs> of the airport, it's just in the dark. They're just they're just driving yeah. around in the dark. But then when you're yeah. inside, they have this like white light <laughs> that yeah. surrounds them. Hmm. Perfectly lit. I was like, what the fuck is going on with the lighting? I didn't understand a single decision with the lighting because there is specifically one shot where they're both laying on the ground (laughs) and she looks the best she's she's looked this whole fucking movie. And I swear to God, David Duchovny looks like he's losing the circulation in his brain. <laughs> he does. He looks like his tie's too he, tight. And he looks like a Lego. He looks like he's slowly fucking choking <laughs> and like not reacting to it whatsoever. He's literally turning blue. I'm watching his lips as we speak turn blue like he is an avatar person. Yeah. It is <laughs> It is incredible. But Meg looks the best she's she, ever looked. It reminds movie. me of... Something my mom said when she was like, yeah, like my great aunt Rosemary or someone. She's like, I saw her at her funeral. It was an open casket. Best she's ever looked. 
She's she said every she's like the way that she was just laying there and all her skin just went back. She's like she looked amazing. I was like was, I love that for Rosemary. And also that it's was God's facelift. Yeah, that was it was giving old Meg Ryan like young Meg Ryan, you know? And I love it. Yeah. And honestly, like it just you look good like that. Except not David Duchovny. Yeah. He looked like a Lego. He, he looked like a brick. Like he had such a blockhead. I don't know. His gravity was not helping him, but it was helping her. Yeah. What was your least favorite scene? Oh, I forgot. I know I have one. Yes. But I can't remember what it is. I couldn't tell you exactly oh. what my least... F- oh, let's okay. hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right, my least favorite scene was at the end when they get on the plane. They get on their separate planes. Uh-huh. And then, mm-hmm. oh, David Duchovny looks out the window and, oh, guess who it is? Meg Ryan in the window of the other plane. And what appears to be a cardboard set of a window plane, like a plane window. Yeah. And then uh-huh. they just start moving the set over. And then there she mm-hmm. goes. They're trying to get each other's phone numbers. And I'm like, you guys are one fucking stupid. And two, this window plane looks so fucking fake and so dumb. Mm-hmm. Please stop. There were so many weird effects in this movie. Like, okay, one thing that for the audience, if you haven't seen this movie yet, but you should, I mean, like I said, watch it when it comes out yeah. on streaming. Um, there's like this kind of magical realism mm-hmm. element throughout the movie the whole fucking time where it's like the overhead. Because like, it's guy, leap day. Like, yeah, answers questions. And like during their big romance scene, a big silver metal heart comes out of the ceiling. Yeah. And, and so like at the end after this scene, your least favorite scene because it looks so mm-hmm. bad. They add this effect where the planes, this is actually my least favorite scene because you just know that there is a flight control like officer Uh like who has seen this movie who's having a fucking heart attack. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because the planes take off and this is an effect and it's just like they could have simply made the effect so the planes didn't do this. (laughs) They take off directly one right next to each other in this incredibly unsafe manner Mm -hmm. that makes you really makes you really concerned about flight and safe flight safety aviation Mm -hmm. in america you know what i mean and and they take off one after the other and their little like puffs of air afterwards creates this like dolphin shaped yeah it's like not even a real heart it's not a real heart because they didn't commit, but they did commit to the big silver heart. So I didn't understand why they, they didn't like, want to commit to this. It's ceiling art at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> they just... Like, so they didn't commit to this. Okay. This movie desperately... I'm thinking about it now. It desperately wanted to be serendipity. Yes. Mm-hmm. It desperately but wanted to be serendipity. when the whole movie takes place in one location, it's just not going to yeah. happen. It's so fucking boring. Yeah. I my first thought when I saw the premise to this movie is I was like, hmm, I wonder how they're gonna make this interesting. And, and then, then they, they didn't. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it would like it's one of those like I said, if this was a play with a script, I think <laughs> 
been like something, but like you're watching it and I remember I like and I don't really do this, but I remember I checked my watch like to see oh, what time it was like that three is bad. times. I actually thought you were asleep a couple times. I well, because I'm normally a loud you laugher in very a loud. You know me. She did scream laugh. I love to loud laugh. Once. I have scream mm-hmm. in this movie? When it was I don't know. What was my scream? It was a couple. Laugh? I think you did like two scream laughs. I chuckled a I couple did, times. Well, yeah, there was a couple chuckles, a couple scream laughs, but is it was not a hearty, hearty belly no. laugh. You know, through it was not a no. rolling laugh. Like I mean, you said, I saw. You thought I fell asleep a couple times. I saw um, that Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock movie with you, and you scream laughed through and the whole thing. I did scream laugh through like, the whole thing. The Lost City yeah. was a scream Sarah laugh movie. was cackling throughout that movie. This movie, I thought, I kept looking over at her, and her head was kind of tilted back, and her eyes were really low, and I was like, <laughs> is she asleep? And you were, like, doing, like, very full breaths, like you do when you're asleep. And I was like, yeah, should I, like, wake her up? And then you laughed, and I was like, oh, she's awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was doing some deep yeah, breathing in you there. Were. I, was, I'm, I am, side note, working on my deep breathing. <laughs> I love that. I haven't had therapy in two weeks. Yeah, she just I'm came just off of a family vacation. I, I've been doing a lot of breath work lately. I love that. All that times. sounds like something uh, David Duchovny's character could benefit from. He needs to do that thing yeah. where you like intentionally make yourself hyperventilate and then you're like, oh, nothing's <laughs> wrong. It's okay. Yeah, he needs to do box breathing, yes. which is four. Four by four by four by four. To four. <laughs> yeah. He needs to do that. They started doing that in my bar class at the end. Oh. And I'm like, oh, this is not therapy, but we are so close. Personally, we are box so breathing close. doesn't work for me. The it's not enough time. It's <laughs> it's Oh, that's I so feel funny. so rushed. Sometimes I'm like holding my breath for four. Oh my god, so I feel so much. rushed, and I feel like I can't breathe because I'm like not getting enough air. You know what I mean? Like I'm like one, I, two, three, four, I think and I'm like holding. <gasps> oh my, okay, like I don't like it. It stresses me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it is hard to also count and breathe at the same time in a deliberate yeah. way. That's like. It's, I like uh, anyway. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about our breath work strategies. Our breath work. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any fun facts about this movie? Yeah, I do, and we only have three fun facts. And I just want to say one of the fun facts kind of corrects one of my things that I thought about this movie anyways so the first fun fact this is meg ryan's return to film acting after an eight-year hiatus wait what did she do eight years ago uh the last movie she was in was another movie she directed and that's my second fun fact this is actually the second movie she's directed her first movie that she directed was a 2015 film called ithaca oh it was a drama. It's I'll read the the tagline because it looks like a period piece too. With his older brother off to war, fourteen-year-old telegram messenger Homer McCulley comes of age in the summer of nineteen forty-two. Huh. Don't love that. Wow. And I think 
people she had tom hanks in this movie like it was and her son oh my Ugh, god i jack hate jack quaid, quaid. Was in this movie <laughs> you I know i can't him. stand that little nerd yeah i love that he looks like a little nerd i hate him <laughs> <laughs> i shouldn't i have no reason to i'm sorry jack it some people have to be typecast to be uh, i just don't like him you have found him i Un- just don't like him I'm, I'm hate clicking on him right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just don't like him. <laughs> I it's not fair. That. I respect But that. life isn't fair, Jack. <laughs> Why would we like a nepotism baby? Well, I like him. Why wouldn't you like a nepotism baby? I hate him. <laughs> anyway, go on. I can't I can't think about Jack Quaid anymore. Okay, so moving on. So this is so yeah, it's her return to film acting after eight years, and it's her second directorial effort after Ithaca. And the third fun fact is that this movie was filmed in northwest Arkansas, oh. uh, kind of close to Bentonville, which is home to Walmart's headquarters. Okay. <laughs> fun. Fun yeah, fact, it's at, Sarah. It's at an airport <laughs> called Northwest Arkansas National Airport. Uh, this is what they said in the trivia. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. And I will say, this film has secured an interim SAG-AFTRA agreement. <laughs> oh, interesting. I just saw it on our Instagram. Good. I love that. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> I was one I was kind of wondering, but the interesting thing about movies coming out around this time, some of them have them, some of them have them, but pe- the actors are still not doing press. Yeah. You know? I honestly don't understand any of the rules. So I don't yeah, I don't understand. And like we said, we have this theory about Josh Hutcherson and his movie getting promoted. <laughs> yeah, we via think TikTok. that the youths are pro- are getting paid on the sly to make thirst talks about Josh Hutcherson. Yeah, now that we said that, we're probably going to get more thirst talks about Josh. <laughs> you had to. You sent it, me it two is. of them, and I was like, "No, they're gonna they're gonna swarm my for you page." Yeah, but they were so <laughs> they horny. They were so I needed horny. To show they you. were shockingly horny. I needed because it's the crazy the craziest shit about when you get a really horny thirst talk of Josh Hutcherson is that it's like five different TikToks of making candy, it's like, so and weird. then it's like horny josh hutcherson and then it's like best fall dresses for the wedding you're going to last minute and then it's like uh, a fan theory about like taylor swift and that's that's all tiktok yeah. is it's crazy but right we do now. think the youths are getting paid on the sly yeah we do and you know what i don't support that well do i i don't, I don't know. know no i don't I think don't. so no i don't think so <laughs> I don't even know if Josh Hutcherson is hot or if it's just being fed to me and now I'm being marketed. How I don't know. How are you supposed to know? I don't know anything You can't. <laughs> I'm lost. Do you have any more fun facts? Just one more? No. No, that oh, was all the fun no, facts. Wow, so fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, well, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Listen, I'll support my girl Same. Meg. Support her. And her little inscription at mm. the end of the movie in the credits. For Nora. For Nora. We know. We love it. We know. We support. We, we love. love. And like I said, overall, I will support Meg Ryan. I will support midlife comfort movies. I'm talking age 50s, supporting middle-aged actors, mm-hmm. doing their thing. More roles for middle-aged More actors roles. where they don't have to 
be a villain or kill a child <laughs> or something horrible. Let's see them be in love and also white yes. lotus. You know, things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you. Put Michael Imperioli in a in a rom-com. I don't know who that That's is. That's what I'd like to see. Go for it. Oh. Yeah, well. Anyways, I listen, I like also David Duchovny in a rom-com. Kind of delightful. Oh, yeah. I honestly. thought that was fun. Yeah, kind of delightful. They have... A lot of charm, a lot of chemistry. That being said, wait for this movie on streaming. Watch it with your mom this holiday yeah, season. I, I think, think you'll be fine. I think parents will like this. Yes. Your, your mom My will mom. love this well, movie. Well, she normally likes things that are really depressing. Well, maybe she'll like the talk of the well, abortion then. She'll like it. Or not, not yeah, abortion, exactly. miscarriage, excuse me. The miscarriage. She might still like it because it's kind of yeah, depressing It's kind of depressing. Anyway. Oh, we'll see if she wants to watch yeah. it. Yeah, it's Though, definitely a movie people can watch generally with yeah, their moms. She did ask me. She, yeah, I was like, oh, we went to see the new Meg Ryan movie. And she goes, oh, was it good? And mm-hmm. I went, well. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay. Yeah, so, that's kind of how my reaction was. She might too. not want to watch it after I, you know, teed it up so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll yeah, see. Like I said, watch. it's going to be on HBO Max probably or I something. I don't know. We'll find out. We will find out. <laughs> Anyways, what are your closing closing um, thoughts? Yeah, we'll support my girl Meg. Um, I also enjoyed old Dave, and um, I wish this that more had happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish that more had happened. I would like that too. Yeah, and that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Okay, well, thanks for listening. You can email us. Hey, listen, email <laughs> us. This is this is our call to action. If you have a spicy, spicy holiday romance slash love story slash fun drama, please email us at romcomesweelove.gmail.com. We're putting something together. Don't ask questions. Just send us your drama. Ro- holiday themed. Holiday themed drama or what romance. What are you asking for? I'm asking for stories. Holiday stories of drama or romance. Okay. I'm going to put something in at the beginning yes. of the episode to more clearly ask for that. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, email us at romcoms we've loved, or you can find us on Instagram at romcoms we've loved. We're also at TikTok, on TikTok, not at TikTok. We're on TikTok at romcoms we've yeah. loved. Please follow us. We'll create content that's not Josh Hutcherson fan. Honestly, edits. we should make a Meg Ryan fan at it. Um, yeah, where she's just turning slowly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, you can find us on our website, twelltheromcoms.com, which I think is a catchy name. It is. It's very yeah. good. It's anyway, snippy. we'll see you next week where we are going to be talking. What are we talking about next week? No hard feelings. No hard feelings, which I can't even remember who's in it or what it's about, but we'll find out. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>